You're watching BBC News. If you are just joining us, I can tell you that uh, US and UK airstrikes have resumed uh, in Yemen this evening. There have been strikes in Sana'a, uh, the capital of Yemen, and we are told that US jets from the carrier Eisenhower have been involved in those strikes. Uh, our panel, Ron Christie and Tim Allen, uh, are still with us. Um, I want to talk, Ron, about the, the, the US military, because two US Navy SEALs who went missing during an operation to see some of these Iranian-made weapons uh, that were bound for the Houthis, uh, we're told are dead. Uh, this was the statement we got from US Central Command. Um, after a 10-day exhaustive search, they say our two missing US Navy SEALs have not been located and their status has been changed to deceased. Uh, that incident, wrong, took place uh, a few days ago when elite soldiers was uh, were boarding a ship off the coast of Somalia. But we've also been told that there were strikes uh, on the Al-Assad airbase in Iraq in which two uh, military personnel have been very seriously injured and suddenly we've got American personnel dying and being wounded over 140 strikes on US uh, bases and, and installations since October the 7th. So slowly but surely, as Lee says, this this is starting to spread and the Americans are being dragged into it. I think that's absolutely right. And I think Lee's analysis here, not only was it eloquent, but I think it really points to something from a domestic standpoint here in the United States where you have bipartisan consensus. You have Republicans uh, in the Congress who are saying, why are we sending American men and women to needlessly die overseas, particularly in the disastrous way that we pulled out of Afghanistan? And then you have more moderate slash progressive members like Rokana from California, uh, my beloved home state and district in California, a Democrat who has said, why are we not invoking the War Powers Resolution? Why isn't the president coming to Congress? Because under our Constitution, you have to declare war not through the president, but through the Congress. Mm. And why is the president taking these unilateral well, actions? Because he doesn't, he doesn't want to declare a war, does he? He's in an election year, yeah. and he certainly doesn't want to be suggesting that he's sending more troops overseas, having brought troops back from Afghanistan, not in an election year. And that's the sticky situation the president finds himself in. He's wedged in by Democrats. He's wedged in by conservative Republicans. And he has to work with his British and other coalition partners to clearly articulate, as Lee said, the need to open the Red Sea, the need for shipping to get through the Suez Canal, because otherwise the costs are going up, the supply disruptions continue to grow, and there's a growing sense here in the United States that the president's not up to the task the way he's conducting this operation. Yeah, you, you'll have heard um, Lee say that it's, it's not going to work. There was some frustration, irritation, I think, on the part of uh, the White House, Tim, that Grant Chaps, the U UK Defence Secretary, was sort of almost triumphant in the way that this was going to work, that the, this would sort of deal with the issue, and quite clearly it wasn't going to deal with the issue. And, of course, the Americans are deeply involved in the peace plan in Yemen, which could unravel if this expands. Yes, but I, I think it's been interesting how... David Cameron has actually been uh, in, in Washington um, and sort of making the case often uh, on behalf of the American government sometimes, whether it be about uh, Ukraine, uh, which is, has, has been an issue that where there's been uh, political uh, splits in, in the US and concerns about uh, whether there will be uh, enough com commitment going forward for that. And it's been Cameron that has been out there making the case on, on American media. And equally on, on this issue, where UK government ministers are, are getting involved in, on US media, often to be backing up the American government uh, when it is facing internal 
problems and internal debate. And I think that's going to, I think Cameron himself mm. now as, as back as the Foreign Secretary is going to be in, increasingly important. Having been a former Prime Minister, he's able to have the diplomatic heft to go to a lot of uh, uh, capitals and to get to meet people that maybe other Foreign Secretaries wouldn't uh, have got to meet and is becoming uh, increasingly influential on on putting the case. And whether it is on Ukraine or this, it is actually interesting that it's America, it's UK ministers yeah. in America making the case. Just let me pick that up. We've only got a minute left, Lise, to the end of the programme. But just on that issue, do, do you think the UK is influential in this argument? Well, they want to be seen to be backing the United States, both of them. Their own populations stand to lo are losing in this Red Sea confrontation. But it is the United States which calls the shots, and the Houthis know that. Hmm.